Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another version of Victory Monday here at No Credentials Required. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm one of your humble hosts. Dan Goldstein will be joining me in momentarily, but uh, I'm just going to do a brief cold open because I'm going to open up the show uh, with another uh, with with a new opening for Victory Monday. So it's uploading right now at the moment. Uh, in the meantime, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, give us a like and give us a, leave us a comment. We we want your comments. We want you to engage. So engage with us. Here's some. Here's your here's your here's your prompt for leaving a uh, uh, an internet comment. There you go. We want your algorithmic algorithmic engagement content comments let me let me play it again it's a beautiful sound let me play that again roll that beautiful bean coverage cover <laughs> all right so let me go ahead and uh just tell you briefly you are listening or watching or listening to no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports we are presented by belly of sports in association with godzilla media if you're on the socials right here Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at NoCredsREQ, Facebook.com. If you're watching on Facebook and No cred- Credentials Required channel, leave us a thumbs up, leave us a like, comment. And Dan's ready to go in just a moment. We'll just go through the uh, social media channels on YouTube, social, uh, YouTube, No Credentials Required. Hit the like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. On the podcast side, Spreaker is our home base for No Credentials Required, but you can also find us on Apple. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, basically any platform. Rate and review. If you leave a review, rate and review. Five stars is preferred rating. And leave a review. I might even read it on the air. Same thing with comments. I'm going to read comments on the air while I go on. And now I'm going to bring in the co-host of Victory Monday. We're talking about the New York Jets. Very awesome victory yesterday. Over the Green Bay Packers, I'm going to bring in my my good friend and fellow Jets fan from South Florida, Dan Goldstein. Look at him; he's dancing already. It looks like it looks like Jets pajamas. That's correct, sir. Onesie all the way down to the foot. <laughs> That's spectacular. I need to get me one of those. <laughs> I've had these for probably about a decade. Wait, uh, wait! You live in South Florida and you're wearing onesies? Only for this show. They're coming right off here as soon as this is done. I'm already, su- I'm already sweating ass right now. It's terrible. Oh, look at that. Look at this first comment from Belly Up Sports. It's from Mike or Blaine. It says, Ryan is the most beautiful host around. That's our review. Thank you. Belly oh, yeah. Up Sports. I appreciate you guys. They, they ain't wrong. Yeah. And Dan's my most, and Dan, he's my, he's my beautiful co-host on Victory Monday. And Dustin, who's, who's my regular co-host on Tuesdays. He's my also my my beautiful co-host so dan as pro- you know i i i promised the people that i would play this i'm gonna play our brand new opener this is a, this is this is a world premiere world i showed you last premiere. night the world premiere of our victory monday video intro Bring and it just on, like ron middleton it. we're gonna hit it right now hit it victory monday
I love it. I love it. That jet was just like the Jets playoff hopes. I love it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's Mike or Blaine at the controls right now for, at Belly Up Sports, but hey, wait till the Jack compliment, wait, Dan. Hey, Mike and Blaine, wait till the Jets win the Super Bowl and you see the Jets thong. I got one. <laughs> oh, we may have to uh, mark that episode as NSFW, that is, not safe for that work. That thong is definitely not safe for work, <laughs> let me tell you. And I, yes, it's true. I have one. My friend's mom made me one as a joke. I had it in a box of old jet wow, shoes. your friend's no mom made you anymore. one. I mean, my goodness. I mean, that's, he, that's, he's that's a char- high compliment. He's, he's a Chargers fan. She made him some cool-ass pajama pants. And I was like, yo, make me something with some jets on it. She's like, I can make you whatever I want. <laughs> excuse me and i was like yeah whatever you want make me anything i don't care i'll wear it she goes and and i guess in her head she clicked already she's like okay she goes but the only thing is is that after i make it you got to send me a picture of you wearing it all right no problem two weeks later he gets a package he still lived down here at the time he gets a package and he's like dude you got to come over after work he's like you got you got to come over after work I was like, he's, I'm like, what happened? He goes, <laughs> I'm sorry. This long COVID shit is still happening. Um, yeah, sorry, man. Oh, it's brutal. And he's like, he's like, my mom sent you your clothes. I was like, oh, nice. Yeah, I'll be here over there. So I go over there and he's like, you ready? Yeah. Yeah, man. Let me see. What'd your mom make? What'd your mom make? Pulls out literally. This thing is all string around the hips string right down the crack and then just a nut cup that just has jets logo on it that's all it is there it leaves zero to the imagination oh and i will wear it and i will wear it running around outside yelling and screaming the day the jets win the super bowl and on the the super bowl victory monday podcast we do (laughs) i have i have no words other than, other than it's you're lucky you live in South Florida because if you were living up here in upstate New York, what's currently 48 degrees and pouring rain. Sorry, 49 degrees and pouring rain. Uh, but in January, February, it's 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 freaking freezing. You would be uh, you would have frostbite for sure. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, don't I mean don't forget I'm a born and raised South Floridian. I've never even been in yes. snow. So let alone like just going into snow and like regular clothes in general would probably be freezing to me. Let alone and just nothing but a Jets nut hugger. But you know, maybe one day, someday, we'll maybe one day, someday. Hopefully, it's sooner than later. I mean, when, I when the Jets have been playing. Especially yesterday, my good. I guess the Green Bay Packers of all teams. Now, this is these are not the Green Bay Packers, your mom and dad's Green Bay Packers, where they're just a juggernaut because Aaron Rodgers is having a has great wide receivers, great tight end, good running game. Now, these these Green Bay Packers, there's a lot of debate on whether the Jets are this good or the Packers are that bad. It could be a little bit of each, but in my mind, as bias fan, I'll be I'll I'll show my bias. The Jets are just the Jets are just this are, are good. They're Dude, the better Jets than what everybody think they are. Yeah, the Jets are good, and the crazy thing is they're four and two without having actually played a complete game yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell me the Jets aren't good at this point. The Jets are good. They're a solid, solid squad, and um, they're just a young ascending team that has full belief in their abilities and their coaching staff to beat whoever has the audacity to step on the field with them week after week. And, you know, it's, it's awesome. And I love it. 
I love yeah. it. This is this is crazy. Like, I don't think I, I don't remember the last time I've been so excited at this point in the season. We're already talking, you know, like like others have said, we're already talking, you know, I'm already doing mock drafts by this point. Yeah. Yeah, we're usually saying, all right, how far up are we going to see the Jets in the draft next season? And that, that conversation is not happening. <clears throat> These conversations are not happening. About, I'm not even thinking about it yet. I don't even know what no. draft prospects I'm looking at yet. I'm Usually by this point, I'm already starting to figure out who I'm looking at and what positions and this, that, and another thing. I don't have a clue. Not a clue. And no, you know what? I don't That's care. That's awesome. And I That's don't awesome. care because right now just, the – the Jets are in the second place. If the Bills had lost yesterday, the Jets would be in first oh, place in the AFC East right now. Would have been amazing. That would but have been they didn't amazing. play prevent defense like last year. Leslie Leslie Frazier learned his lesson yeah. and decided to uh, uh, not send the fleet, but also but just let his cornerbacks do his thing. So uh, let's talk about this game. And I, I, I didn't watch the game until this morning. I watched the condensed game because I have an NFL.com subscription. I watched the condensed game. Great game. I was I was listening to the game and the great Bob was choosing on call on on pretty, on uh, play by play and Marty Lyons doing his thing on color commentary on the on the uh, on the app because uh, there's a local there's no local stations that carry Jets football anymore unfortunately in my area. Um, but really, no, no. After the, after the 2019 season, the local ESPN affiliate decided to uh, not renew their contract with the uh, for the Jets. So only, you're, you're all so it's all Buffalo by you? No, it's, uh, Giants are on one station. I don't know where Buffalo is. Uh, which station Buffalo the Bills play on? But it's uh, you ask you asking a Floridian brother. That's okay. No, I'm trying to remember which. <laughs> I, I know I know the Jet the Giants are on a classic a classic rock station. They've been there for years, but I, I don't know about the Bills. Uh, but the Jets they're. No more. The only the only big New York team that our ESPN affiliate plays is the Yankees. <laughs> that's and awful. That's that I'm is sorry. awful. That but, is awful. If I lived in New York and couldn't listen or watch the Jets at any I wanted to, I'd be furious. Well, thankfully the NF thankfully NFL.com has an app and I can watch just I can I can listen to a game whenever I want. Yeah. Which is awesome. I'd rather I'd rather listen to Bob Wishusen than have to have to listen to the D team on CBS or we had the, the a team on on Fox. We had the A team yesterday at the game. We did that was, we had, that was uh, who was it? Joe, da- Olson, Joe Davis Olson and, and Greg Olson. Olson, Olson and and Bernhardt, Burn Burn or Kevin Bernhardt. Yeah, Kevin Bernhardt. Yeah. Bernhardt. Yeah. So yeah, problem is I was out at a bar, and of course South Florida Dolphins get the speaker system. So I had a I had a rough Saturday. We won't go into that. Very very depressed. So I wanted just to go out on my own on Sunday. Usually I'll watch it with my daughter, but yesterday was just kind of like daddy only kind of a day. Just let daddy go and unwind and watch some football. And mm-hmm. I went to a local watering hole by myself and watched the Jets game. So I didn't get to hear any commentary. I just got to sit back and watch. And what a game it was! And boy, were those Dolphins fans next to me pissed off at me by the time that was over. <laughs> I, I I was at my parents' house doing some uh, outdoor activities, doing uh, some cleanup. For, well, not cleanup, but staining their deck for the winter. And my mom and my Such dad were listening. It, you know what, though? I mean, spending most of the day outside, it's 60, it was 60-something degrees outside in upstate New York yesterday. It's a good day to do some staining. 
So uh, my brother, my brother and I did that. I had the, I had the, got my earbud in one ear. Got Bob and, uh, you know, Bob and Marty, uh, doing their thing on the, on the, on the, on the app. And my, and I, I had a little bit of a delay on my, on my feed. So my parents, I, I could hear my mom going, "Yay!" When the Jets did something <laughs> good, before I heard Bob say anything about the play. But we got to talk about some things. I have, I have a little bit of concern in regards to the offense. But I, I think I think my fears are a little I would say far fetched, but they're a little bit uh, I think they'll be assuaged eventually. And that's the passing game. The passing game's been kind of I wouldn't say lackluster, but the passing game hasn't been I I think we need more to see more explosive plays. We didn't see many explosive plays yesterday, except for that forty-yard catch uh, by Corey Davis, which 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 led to the Braxton Berrios touchdown. But Zach Wilson didn't have a spectacular game yesterday, and I don't think he really needed to. I mean, from what the Jets ended up doing there, I mean, that first half was brutal to watch. (laughs) I mean. The first half I was didn't just a, watch it, but <laughs> yeah, the first half the first half was literally just a defensive, just back and forth, back and forth, like just 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 knocking each other senseless is really all that was. Yeah. So it was you know, it, it was just it was kind of unfortunate because the Jets really could have pulled away very early if yes. they could have gotten anything going on offense because Green Bay was flustered right from jump street. So it literally came down to the halftime adjustments, who was going to make them to be more effective. Cause that was who mm. was taking the game because neither team looked like they were going to be able to do much of anything at all. So, you know, right. it was just, you just were waiting to see who was going to come out in the half and actually do something to switch it up a little bit and, um, you know, try and provide some sort of a spark. And luckily for us, you know, Mike LaFleur was able to outsmart Matt LaFleur and uh, get a few things going to, um, you know, throw a little spark in there. And along with, you know, obviously the defense and special teams coming through all day long like they did. So mm-hmm. I just, again, I just, I can't wait for an actual complete game. Like I can't wait. I can't wait for a game where Zach's like 24 of 31 for like 310 yards and three scores. And the defense has like four sacks, a force fumble, special teams has like, two field goals and like Bradman's Putin, like 49 yard average, you know? Yeah, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. So I tried to mute that. Did I mute that in time? Yes, you did. And for those oh. of you, for those of you uh, on the, on the podcast side, that was Dan sneezing, but <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, like I'm just, that's, that's just what the crazy thing about this is. We've seen a three, we've seen a dominant last two weeks. And a uh, very good Zach fourth quarter against the Steelers, but we haven't seen him just do it all in one week. So I'm like waiting for that week where, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm waiting for that week where the offense comes out and just unloads in every facet and the defense comes out and just dominates and the special teams just, you know, they're just, they just do what they do. Block upon, yeah. you know, just Braxton just returning for 35 yards a clip. Braden man punting for 50 average, you know, downing people in the in the tent inside the 10. Just stuff like that. Like I'm just I'm just waiting for the complete game. But it's awesome to see him win however they're gonna win right now. So I'm just I'm just glad they scored points in the third quarter finally. 
Yes, that too. That too. That was clutch. Even it, though it, I had my worries, not three when they had that three and out in the first drive of the, of the, of the second quarter of the second half. You get the ball for a reason. You get the ball for a reason. In the second half when you defer, and they're coming off. It, 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 defense was playing great. Offense was kind of starting to get in rhythm, and all of a sudden, three and out. And, and I'm, sitting, I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm listening to the game, going, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be a bad ending." But no, this defense came to play yesterday, and I, I, I mentioned this this morning on Snowman in the morning. Go and watch it on YouTube uh, on my on my Coffee with McCarthy segment. We talked about Quinn and Williams, and I couldn't think of anything bad. I mean, other than I mean, there's nothing really bad you could say about Quinn and Williams right now. This guy's dominant. He's becoming the he's becoming the. I said it on other victory Mondays in the past, but he's finally starting to put his game together where he's the force that Jets fans have been waiting for since 2017 when he was drafted, and I believe. And correct me if I'm wrong, Dan. I think he's the only draft pick of Mike McCagnan's still playing for the Jets. Nathan Shepard. Nathan Shepard. Okay. Although I thought, I thought he was a free agent. Uh, I thought he was a undrafted free agent. No, he was a third round pick. Okay. Okay. Nathan Shepard was a third round pick. But Fort Hayes State. Fort Hayes State. Yeah. Canada. But, <laughs> <laughs> Fort. Well. Yeah, he's from Canada, the Canadian Thanos. Um, yeah. But Quinnen's, I think if you if you had a vote today for Defensive Player of the Year in the NFL period, it's coming down to two people. It's coming down to Von Miller. It's coming down to Quinnen Williams. And if you're a voter, you've got a very tough decision to make because yeah, Von Miller's got the name. But Quinn Williams, his season so far has been, especially yesterday, especially in yesterday's game, he's just been such a dominant force in that interior line, interior defensive line for the New York Jets. He's been unstoppable. I mean, he's been a monster. It doesn't matter. I would love to see him go up against like Quinn Williams. Or I'm sorry, not Quinn. I mean, um, Quentin Nelson. I would love to see him go up against like Quentin Nelson or go up against like Creed Humphrey. Because I would love to see what he does to like the upper echelon guy. You know, Creed Humphrey's probably the best center in the game at the moment. Quentin Nelson's first ballot Hall of Fame guard. I'd love to see what he's with, with the way he's playing this year. What he would do to those two guys? Because I don't even think either one of them would have a chance at stopping him all game long. I mean, he is just right. he is just an absolute absolute monster. I mean, to have what was it? I think it was five tackles. It was two sacks. It was like three it was like two or three tackles for loss he had a forced fumble a block field goal i mean like what what an absolute beast he's gonna get paid he's gonna get paid see aaron donald makes 31 million dollars a year by far top of the defensive tackle list i mean the next closest one is is leonard williams at 21 million with i think deforest buckner quinnon I'd like to see the, the like to see the poor team that you know, the poor suckers had to pay Leonard Williams twenty one million dollars. Oh wait, they play oh, the same stadium as the Jets. Yeah, they're five and one. So yeah, not I, really, I'm not. I, I'm not going to laugh at that. But man, yeah, they're not regretting. It doesn't seem like they're regretting it. But no. I have a feeling this is going to be a very very difficult contract negotiation that we're going to get into with Quinn and Williams because you know a lot of it they could have paid him last year and probably got him on a bargain. Yeah, you know, but they wanted to see 
another year of it. And now, I mean, again, I don't blame Joe Douglas for that. I mean, you hadn't, you just hadn't seen, you just hadn't quite seen the version of Quinn that we're seeing this year to justify paying him twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two million dollars. No, you know, and, he was and... he was probably a thirteen, fourteen million dollar defensive tackle who was good, not great. But now you got him on this, you've got him on this just massive, massive ascension to superstardom as a defensive tackle, and it's gonna. It, it's going to cost us. Like it's going to cost us. But I mean, if you're going to pay anybody at this point, I, I would love to pay Quinn. We finally would be rewarding a true homegrown superstar to stay in New York and just continually build um, upon Joe Douglas and Robert Sala's culture. Yeah, and this is this year five. This is year five for Quinn Williams. And like you said, Dan, I think they 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 could have paid him last year. They could have extended his contract out another couple seasons. But I'm I think Joe Douglas is treating this like a one and done season, like he would with any other free agent that comes in who's a little bit older, has a little bit more experience. And this is this is Quinn Williams' one and done season. And I think right now he's I think I think if he continues his pace, I think by end of November. You'll see a contract. You'll see a contract extension. I think you'll see them hit this table. His agents. His agents a smart girl though. His agent Nicole Lynn. She's she ain't no joke. She's she's really climbing the ranks of a football agency. She's not one to be messed with. I do not think. I don't think they'll be able to figure something out in season. I really don't. I think they're going to really want to. I think Quinn and himself is going to want to continue to play this out to see if he can get rewards and accolades mm-hmm. for his play to help yeah. continually just boost his value even further. And to be honest with him, I don't blame him. Granted, the one caveat of that is knock on every freaking piece of wood you can possibly find that he gets hurt and doesn't have, you know, and it's serious and he doesn't have the long-term protection any longer. But I think he's willing to bet on himself. He's never been one to truly yep. be hurt. He's been very healthy. He's been very durable. He's been very consistent. So I have a feeling he's going to bet on himself and uh, it's going to repay handsomely. And I just, I, at this point, you're, you're Joe Douglas. I essentially just kind of hand them the checkbook and say, write your number and I'll sign it. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you see what, is... did you see what PFF graded Quinn in for his game yesterday? Oh my God. If it's low, like the nerds, those nerds all usually have jets at, I, I'm going to flip a lid. Take a guess. 77. Less. Less. <laughs> you want to try one it more? It, it can't be. It can't be any less than seventy. Less. They graded Quinn in a sixty-four point five. <laughs> nerds. God dang nerds. Sixty-four point five, bro. Okay, Jets Twitter me, went berserk on PFF. Let <laughs> me read his stat line. Five total tackles, four solo tackles, two sacks, two tackles for loss, three quarterback hits. That was a sixty. That was a sixty. What sixty-five? And you a, said and a block field goal and a forced fumble and a block field goal and a forced. Well, yeah, the forced fumble. He got he got credit. He got credit so for I'm, it. I'm okay. gonna count it. I'm gonna count it. Sixty-four point five. Bro, PFF, PFF is a joke. Hates the Jets. Okay. PFF. PFF is a joke. They're apparently going to come out on Wednesday and explain the score. 
but like I don't I can't wait to hear this. Gonna be, oh my god. You're gonna get they're gonna get they're gonna get ripped apart. They're gonna you know, get I, ripped apart. I mean they already are, but I mean you know what's even, funny is I actually I before I came before I showed up for the, the pod, I actually wrote an article about this uh uh this rando on on Twitter who stands by his statement from back in April that the New York Jets draft was not good. Uh, he said he said that they should have picked they should have picked uh, Kayvon instead of Sauce. I saw that guy. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he's making so the I rounds. Wrote, I, wrote article, I, I wrote an article about him. Yeah, uh, I saw that, bro. Just take the L. Own up, you were wrong. Take that's the what L. I told him that was basically my, take, the the, the, the crux the of my article. That was the crux of my article. Like, dude, you should have stopped, or you should have not have tweeted it at all, mm-hmm. or you should have stopped that. You know, you should have stopped that. Defending the uh, not defending, but calling the Jets, comparing the Jets to the Carolina Panthers, who are, you know, whose ownership right Just now is being, they're being fitted, they're they're test driving a Sherman tank right now. Okay, yeah. they just traded Robbie Anderson, uh, who got in a fight with the or the interim head coach yesterday, and they traded him to the Cardinals this this morning. Saw uh, that for uh, like a second and a third, I think. No, a or a third fifth, or a fourth, a fifth or a, a fifth. It's a sixth round pick next year, <laughs> and a seventh round pick the year after that. <laughs> oh my god! It's a six rounder in twenty four and a seventh in twenty five. Just to say, get the in twenty four and twenty five. Yeah, yeah. My god. <laughs> Carolina what are the Panthers doing? Carolina doesn't even get anything oh. this season. Isn't that something? They're gonna take <laughs> this season and next season if they're trade if they're getting twenty four and twenty picks for twenty four and twenty five. All right, buddy. Yep, the six and it's a six and a seventh, no less. They couldn't even they couldn't even squeeze a seventh for twenty three in there. Oh, you know? crazy, right? I mean, crazy. No, that's a poverty franchise right now. Hell yeah. That's a problem. Absolutely. And it's hysterical. All these fans coming out here saying that, you know, like Carolina, like all these power rankings that had Carolina above us preseason. You're like, bro, look at what Carolina's roster is. Like, tell me anywhere besides Brian Burns and J.C. Horn where they're better in any other facet besides us. D.J. Moore. Yeah, what's he done? Dog shit. Terrace Marshall. Yeah, what's he done? Dog shit. You know, Christian McCaffrey. He hasn't been healthy in three years. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear. You got J.C. Horn, you got Brian Burns, and I, I don't really know what else you really got. Jeremy Chin's always hurt. He'd be amazing, but he, he can't stay healthy. So I just don't – dude, to me, Carolina was the worst team in the league, and that was even before they tried to trade for Baker, which has turned into another unmitigated disaster. So You know what's you know? funny? My, my co-host uh, on Tuesdays, uh, he actually had Carolina as one of his wild card teams, and he's – yeah, that's, probably that's, regretting it right now. He's probably regretting it. Good. Hey, yeah, that's not good. Oh, gosh, that's that's not good. But anyways, this is a Jets podcast. Screw Carolina. This is a Jets podcast, not Carolina, not Robbie Anderson, not <laughs> so, former Jets. God bless go, Robbie Anderson. But so just but holy going back crap. to it, we had we <laughs> talked about Quinn and Quinn was amazing. The whole defensive line in general was absolutely amazing to let's watch. Talk about, that was fantastic. Let's talk, let's talk about Quincy. Quincy Williams stat line. Listen to this: 14, 14 total tackles, eight solo tackles, and he was hitting everything in sight. He had a couple he of tackles yesterday. I thought, I thought mouth, I thought 
the guys. I thought the guys he hit were gonna fly right into Lambo. We're gonna do a Lambo leap, but in, on the sideline, not in the end zone. Yeah, he had he had, he had a great game yesterday too. He was he was uh, the, the line the literally the defense the everybody on the defense came to play. I mean mm-hmm. everybody on the defense came mm-hmm. to play. I mean the probably the only person who it's funny it really is that the only person I saw very much consistently struggling for the most part was Carl Lawson. David yeah. Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari did a great job on Carl Lawson on really kind of stopping his momentum and the flow that he had built up over the past couple of weeks, but. I mean the other the other guys on the D line between JFM and Quinnen and Bryce Huff and Michael Clemens and Jacob Martin and even Nathan Shepard had some good it's, it's Sheldon Rankins, you know all of those guys came in and game, just yeah. yeah all those guys just came in and just dominated right from Jump Street and, yeah Rankins you know, had a sack J Rankins had a sack JFM, JFM had a sack Quinnen had his too I mean yep. you know matter of fact I think I think Sheldon should have had a second. Sheldon Rankins should have had a second sack and Aaron Rodgers somehow got out of it. And then he made that throw on the sideline to, con- to convert a third down into a first. Yeah. It was one of green Bay's one of green Bay's better plays, but that should have been a sack from Sheff for Sheldon Rankins too, who has quietly been spectacular for, for what, for what his role is too. That's another one. I thought they were supposed to, they should have cut him in the off season taking his cap savings. I'll, I'll own that L. I was dead wrong. <laughs> I was dead wrong. They figured out how to use them and everything's just been so effective. Yeah. And Green Bay didn't have their first first down, I think, until their third series. And that was off a penalty. And nobody explained the penalty until uh, I think it was either, I think it was Zach Rosenblatt from The Athletic. He finally, ex- he explained what the penalty was for unsportsmanlike conduct. And apparently one of the Jets coaches had accidentally bumped a referee while the referee was trying to break up um, something on the sideline, on the Jets sideline. And he accidentally bumped into a referee and the referee just referee threw the flag, gave him unsportsmanlike conduct on the bench. It's like, are you kidding me? That's the penalty. Give him a flag for that. But Brees' late hit was, you know, that was Brees' late hit in the, I think it was at the first quarter was mm-hmm. was was infuriating. I mean, he was three yards out and inning Bari just shoves him. And you see the ref come in there grabbing it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, thank you. And the other ref comes, it's like, no, 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 no. And then they have their talk and they're like, Oh, you're right. Oh, like, is that really how the refereeing is gonna go in this game? Like, is that really how the refereeing is gonna go in this game? Okay. For what? Yeah. And then sure enough, that's exactly how it went for quite some time. <laughs> Yeah, especially in the especially on the drive when uh, after Barry's touchdown, Rodgers comes back and throws a touchdown to Lazard, but that was aided by a couple of Jets penalties, which I mean, I, I, I wishy washy, but I mean I get it, I get it, you know I don't know, C.J. Mosley's illegal contact is kind of BS, yeah I think that was kind of. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. I, I don't know. You could have let that one we, slide. We, it wouldn't have affected anything. But we, we got to figure out these penalties on the, on defense. I, I personally think, and I don't know if you have the same opinion, if you, if you've, if you've thought of this yet or if, or you disagree with me here, but I think DPI, any, any kind of pe- pass interference penalty and roughing the passer, those should be reviewable, reviewable like targeting. Yeah. 
to make sure that it's not, it's definitely not up. I mean, like the sacks we saw last week, uh, Chris Jones and uh, the guy from Atlanta, I can't remember his name when he sacked Tom Brady. Yeah, he got called for, yeah, he got the most egregious roughing the passer call I've ever seen. Both, both of them were egregious. Yeah. Terrible. And it's, it's a shame the NFL still has some officiating that if they need to figure out here, but but that's my yeah. personal opinion is that they should they these two penalties DPI OPI any kind of pass interference whether it be DPI or OPI or roughing the passer those should be reviewable just like targeting should be just like I targeting mean, yeah. is excuse me I mean definitely I definitely DPI because I mean DPI is a field flipping penalty yeah. I mean that's like, like last you week's know. Uh, Carter penalty on Waddle, which was mm. again wishy washy. I mean, yeah, he had a little handful of jersey, but I mean, like, come on, like, you got to let these guys play a little bit here. I mean, yeah, but you know, again, it is what it is. You just got to run with it. You know, you can't do anything about it except just bitch and moan when while it happens, and then just kind of have to roll with the punches and just go with it. So, I mean, it is what it is. It happened, uh, but yeah, hopefully they figure this out, and or at the very least, it starts benefiting the Jets instead of hurting them. Yeah, but um, offensively, uh, hold on. We got we got to go back. We got to talk the oh. secondary, brother. Oh, I'm sorry, secondary. Oh. Yes, we we can't we can't yeah. go anywhere without talking about the best cornerback in the NFL right now. Not rookie cornerback. No, no, no. I didn't say rookie. I said the NFL's best cornerback, and that man is Sauce Gardner. What a legend this guy is. Six six games into his career. This is insanity how good he is. I'm, I, I'm flabbergasted watching him play. Everything he does is superhuman, and I don't know how he does it at 6'3". I just, I just don't know how he does it. And then DJ Reed being 5'9", playing like he's 6'3", mm-hmm. and just beasting everybody around him too. This The secondary has been fantastic. The secondary has been probably my favorite thing to watch so far this year has probably watched sauce and DJ just completely transform this entire team. I mean, it's just, it's just been amazing. And sauce is, I mean, at this point, I don't even, it doesn't even matter who you put on sauce. Dude. You could, you could have put Calvin Johnson on sauce and his prime and or Randy Moss or Jerry Rice. And I, I have a feeling sauce as a rookie would just be like, shut down, shut down. I don't, He's so good. He's so stupidly good. That that yeah. uh, that video that came up on Twitter of him against Dobbs when he that showed him like in his coverage where he he's you know he's 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 off he's off man and Dobbs kind of comes out he flips his hips Dobbs stops and he flips his hips back again and then Dobbs fakes it and tries to go back up. Gardner flips his hips for a third time and then Dobbs stops again. And Gardner flips his hips for a fourth time, bro. You, how are your hips so oily? How, bro? That's that was insane. That, and then he gets in and gets the pass breakup, and you're like, that's just that's that's literally legendary coverage. Like there is not there is not a better cornerback playing in the league right now, and I'm pretty sure he's number one overall in the league right now in uh, man coverage. Yeah. If I'm not, if I remember his stats. Yeah, and. One of the great things about the secondary this year is that no matter where the ball is thrown, there's somebody right there. There's so every there's time. somebody every time, every like, time. like wide on rice every time, making a tackle or or just wrapping guys up and having another guy come in and also make the tackle. So 
it, this the secondary's changed. I mean, last year there was there was a lot of leaks. They seem to tighten things up over the last month or two of the season, but this year, especially over the last three games, this secondary has been so impressive, so impressive. And yeah, I mean it, the yeah these these are the lines for Alan, Alan Lazard four receptions, seventy six yards, and a touchdown. That touchdown came I think off of Will. It came on Eccles. The touchdown was a 25-yarder on Eccles, and he yep. had and he had that catch that wasn't a catch on DJ Reed on the sideline. Right. And and that should have been reviewed, but the upstairs just couldn't get it down to Sala quick enough to do it before Green Bay ran another play. So yep. And that was on was nine targets. And that was on nine targets too. And yeah. Romeo Dobbs, nine targets, only four receptions, 21 yards. Yeah, I don't even know who got the one catch for eight yards on Sauce. Like, Sauce gave up. Sauce had, like, 11, nine, nine or 11 coverage snaps at, at his way, gave up one catch for eight yards. I don't even know who it was to. It might have been Dobbs. It might have been one of Dobbs' catches. I honestly don't know. Mm. But, I mean, it's just it's just amazing at this point to watch what these guys are doing. I mean, you know, Sala really Sala – really, put his fingerprint on the team this season, bringing in his guys, bringing in his guys that he had been with before that knew a, the playbook that B knew Sala and B had winning championship experience and knew how to build the locker room and the culture. Hey kitty. And um, that was just, you know, with, with Tomlinson and DJ Reed and um, Quan Alexander, another revelation that we've had so far this yeah. year. It's just like, that was that was very needed and i'm pretty sure from what i understand from what i read that's credited to rex ryan as a matter of fact because hmm. rex was rex was essentially kind of like shitting on sala and didn't think he had what it took and then i guess they had a conversation at some point and then that conversation happened and rex came on tv the next week like i forget forget everything i just said about sala he's amazing he told me the plan it's going to be amazing and then the an article came out later on where, like, the, what Rex told him was, like, bring your guys in. You know, like, Rex yep. did with Bart Scott and Jim Leonard. Like, bring your guys in so that they can help instill what you're trying to instill. And it was between the rookie class we've had and Sala getting his guys to get brought in and the happy marriage that they've come with it. I get it. <laughs> You know, it's uh, it's been fantastic. Like it's just been, it's just been fantastic to see. Yep. You know, and I'm glad. You know, and and it's just, I'm glad the safeties are getting better. Whitehead and Joiner are both starting to play a hell of a lot better. I mean, Joiner, Joiner now has got what three or four takeaways on the season. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you couldn't start at a season worse than Lamarcus Joiner did. Like you no. could not do it. <laughs> and no. Jordan Whitehead was not far behind. But those two have really settled in have understood their role, their responsibilities, and have really helped uh, just kind of create this force. And uh, only only thing really I think we're lacking here is just we're, we're just we're still lacking coverage out of our linebackers a little bit. I mean, we're still getting killed by tight ends. Um, but I mean, if that's all I can complain about with the defense, I'll take that all day. You know, because very rarely you're going to lose to strictly a tight end. I mean, very rarely is that going to happen. So I'm, I'm all in all, I'm very, I was very encouraged with the defense. They're definitely, 
I mean, yesterday, I'm pretty sure we'll probably cement them as definitely a top 10, possibly top five. I don't know. I don't know if they did enough to quite get into a top five defensive territory. I would say they're absolutely a top 10 defense, though, with the way they've been the last four, the last few weeks. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they'll, they only allowed 60-yard rushing over period uh, to the Packers. And actually, what's funny, the funny stat is that the Jets and the Packers finished with the same exact amount of yards. Both their offenses had, I think, what, 278 yards each, which it's a credit to both their defenses. But the fact that Aaron Rodgers had 218 yards on 45 passing attempts for like for 5.6 yards per pass. I mean, I'm oh, sorry, six, 246 yards and six, yard, six yards per pass. But the Jets running game, 33 rushes, 179 yards. They average 5.4 yards per carry. I mean, they average as, I, they average as many yards per carry as Aaron Rodgers did per pass per pass completion. That's it was a dominating dominating performance for our run our our run blocking as well as Brees Hall is another special special talent and it's that's what's that's another thing that's so much more fun like the Jets legitimately have the offensive and defensive rookie of the year so far. Like I don't Damian Pierce has an argument, you know, is, is with 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 Brees Hall. I don't really know if there's anybody else that's that close, you know, since especially since Olave got hurt. Um, I don't really think there's anybody that close. Maybe if Zappi continues to do what he can, you know, being that he's a quarterback, you could push him in the conversation a little bit. But I mean, literally it's down to Brees and, and Damian Pierce, but Brees is a complete back, whereas Damian is just pounding the rock. You know, Brees is catching, Brees is pass blocking. Damien's just pounding the rock, and he's just doing it very well. And then to go to defensive rookie of the year, you know, Sauce has been, again, you know, we, 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 there's there's nothing much more that we can truly say about Sauce and already has no. been and He's amazing. He's by far, in, in two, three years, he's probably going to be the best player on the Jets. Uh, position doesn't matter position. He'll probably be the best. Quinnen be damn. Elijah Vera Tucker be damn. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall be damned. I mean, Sauce is probably going to be the best player on the team, which is amazing to think about if he's this good as a rookie. So, I mean, besides him, I mean, what are you battling? You're battling Tariq Woolen in Seattle, you know, who's got four interceptions. So, I mean, that's amazing for a rookie to already be that, you know, four interceptions the last four weeks, no less. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I don't, but I, again, Sauce is just doing so much more than Tariq Woolen is. Woolen's just picking up passes and the stats are nice. But I mean, Sauce is literally shutting people down, and the NFL is going to take notice of that more than they are just a bunch of interceptions. Yeah. So, you know, it's been it's just awesome, man. And Brees, you know, credit to the O line again. They had another spectacular day yesterday. AVT probably had his worst game so far, and it still wasn't like it was a bad game. You know, he still just you know it, the passing game wasn't working. So Zach was holding onto the ball for a while. You know, if Zach was, if this was a normal game where Zach's getting it out in two and a half, two to two and a half seconds on three to five step drops, this offensive line, and it looks way, way better than what it did. But Zach just couldn't find anything, couldn't get anything going. And essentially, essentially both those sacks to me were are almost coverage sacks that were given up. Right. And, you know, so I don't, I don't particularly blame Elijah Vera Tucker. I mean, he had an, he had a, 
he had an he had an average to above it's a slightly above average game yesterday but i mean that's fine he's still playing at a pro bowl all pro level even yeah it's been fantastic dwayne brown yeah. a revelation at left tackle dude how are you 37 chugging down this field like that run blocking bro that's crazy and, and blowing up dudes making a way for braxton barrios to get in the end zone bro that's crazy and then also and, the, and that block by cj uzama on that same play was oh awesome. that, it was that, great the too. blocking the blocking on that play was mwah, i mean with yeah. uzama conklin wayne brown perfect Lake, I think I don't think it was Lake. I think maybe it was Connor McGovern who had gotten a little bit down the field on that one too. I mean, that was just phenomenal. I mean, they didn't touch they didn't touch Braxton until he was already in the end zone from what was that, 20 yards out? Nine twenty-one? I don't remember. I think it was twenty. It was twenty, 20 yards out. Yeah, 20 one, yards yeah, out. Braxton Barrios stat line. One rush, twenty yards, touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So I mean that was that was awesome. That was that was a great play. That was random perfection. I mean, you can't do that any better. That should be clipped by all the O-line gurus and everybody that's in training, and that should be played in every O-line training camp around the country and in every O-line film room in every college campus to say this is how <laughs> this is how it's done. <laughs> this is this is exactly how it's done because that was mm-hmm. that was um, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So yeah, I, I loved it. I, I loved it so far. I mean, you know, just the only downside you're hoping for right now is you're just you're again, you don't we didn't need him to be any better, but you you do need Zach to be more. Yeah. You know, I think I think you take these next three, these next four, three games, three games. You take these next three games between Denver. I think it was it Denver, New England and Buffalo, Denver, Buffalo, Denver, New England. Buffalo, New England. OK, so you take these three games between Denver, Buffalo, New England. You play your game. You handle your business. You do what you got to do. You go into the bye. Hopefully, another two and maybe maybe another two wins. Hopefully, hopefully you mm-hmm. take out Denver and New England. I, I just I just don't see anybody beating Buffalo. Den- I'm sorry, I just don't. Denver worries me just a bit, only because they're away. A, uh, they're going against a similar deep type defense that Green Bay has, and Denver's got decent defense. You know, it's their Patrick's offense retained. can't do anything. Patrick Sertain's been a monster this year too. I mean, he's he's got to be up there in conversation for defensive player of the year with the way he's been shutting down guys so far. So, I mean, I haven't seen what's been going on tonight, so I don't know if he's doing any better or worse than what we've seen thus far. But I'm not too worried about Denver. The moment they're reeling, their offense looks lost, completely, completely lost. Their run game is non-existent. Russell Wilson is not the same Russell Wilson we expected at all when he came over here. So it's, it's just, I feel like it's almost another, they're almost in a way, a, a, an exact copy of green Bay. Like mm-hmm. you just said, they have a hall of fame quarterback that just can't figure out how to work with the personnel he's got to be consistently effective. Like we've seen years past, but they have a defense that has the ability to be very suffocating. Um, so again, it'll come. It's another game that's going to come down to coaching. Yeah, I think there's definitely going to be some scheming that needs to be done. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we're on a three-game win streak, and we still haven't lost a road game yet. So right. I think everything's – I think, right. honestly, we're I think we're catching them at a good time. I yeah. really do. Yeah. And, and we get them what, on a short week. We get them on a short week since they're playing tonight. So True, true. And uh, this is very curious to see this uh, this afternoon uh, – or, sorry, yesterday uh, – Lodger Moore quote tweeted Richard Samini, who 
who quoted, who uh, tweeted, of all the eye-popping stats slash factoids today, this one's hard to understand. Elijah Moore, zero targets. And Elijah Moore quote tweeted him and said, if I say, if I say what I really want to say, I'll be the selfish guy. We winning. Grateful, huge blessing, all I ever wanted. Bitter, he wrote butter, but he meant bittersweet for me. <laughs> bittersweet for me, but I'll be solid, so I'll just stay quiet. Just th- no, I don't understand either. I, I think you know what though. You got you got to you got to figure this out. Stick with me on this one. And somebody tweeted it today. I can't remember. I think it was I think it's Buffalo Jets fan. He uh, he said this today. Uh, since the receipts comment by Robert Sala. The Jets are four and one. Since Quinn Williams got into an argument with his defensive line coach, he's been balling, straight balling. Uh, since uh, DJ Reed some, said something about the uh, about the secondary, had their communications off, the secondary's been lights out. And now Elijah Moore is saying something on Twitter. You got to figure he's going to break out. Yeah, I pre- I predicted that he'd have twelve hundred yards this year. He's not even close to that stat line right now, but he he's gonna ha- he's eventually he's gonna have a breakout game. Yeah, well, the squeaky, I think next the, week might the, be it. The squeaky wheel gets greased, right? I mean, isn't yeah. that how it always is? I mean, every time mm-hmm. Randy Moss or To or somebody like that bitched or Ch- Calvin Johnson, you know, every time that happened, the next week they balled out. You know, I want you to look at this though at two at two thirty five p.m. yesterday during the game. I tweeted this. I, I don't know if you can read it, but Elijah Moore might request a trade soon if they don't figure out how to use him. Unbelievable how horrible he's been used to this point. That was at 2.35 during the game. Mm-hmm. I tweeted that out. Now, I don't know if they're – I don't think they're quite at that level yet. But, I mean, it wouldn't be surprising if the rest of the season for Elijah Moore goes this same way that him and his people really start to question – his fit and role in the Jets, and uh, whether he's a he's going to fit long term, and if it continues into next season, then I absolutely think he would probably request a trade midseason. But I don't want to talk about that just yet. No, yeah, no. we're not there yet. I don't know what just happened to my camera, but I'm all fuzzy now, so I don't it, know how to fix it. It might be your it might be your uh, <clears throat> autofocus or not, or whatnot or focus on the thing, but. I don't know. Well, I don't know. One how to more, fix it, one more, th- what, and we're going to close out in a couple minutes. But one thing we got to talk about uh, from yesterday's game: special teams. Balling. What a great game! I mean, with the exception of Zerline's missed field goal, was was from fifty plus yards. Uh, special teams played really great yesterday. Um, after Quinn Williams' second sack of the game, it's fourth down. Michael Clemens bull rushes. Now I would say bull rushes, but you see, you see the right side of the line collapse just enough to make a hole for Clemens. He gets in, stretches out with that big long paw, big long arm that says pawn the ball, blocks the punt. Will Parks scoop and score. Jets go up two scores. What a great play design! And hopefully, you know, um, you know, one guy who's on Twitter, I haven't seen him tweet yet, but Mike Westhoff, who is the old. Uh, special teams coach for the New York Jets considers himself a Jet for life. I guess he, I'm sure somewhere, I'm sure he, when he saw that play, he was smiling. He had the biggest smile on his face, just oh, seeing look. that play develop and see see how things, see how it all went down. Block punt, scoop and score, two scores, and I'm 
I'm on. I, I know you're you're the same way. You're we're we're on cloud nine. We're on cloud yeah, nine. Oh, this is scores. This is fantastic. I mean, I've never, you know, I was obviously 20, 2009, 2010 was awesome. Don't get me wrong. They were awesome. Mm-hmm. But this is a different kind of feeling for this team just because everybody's so young. Yeah. Everybody's so young. You know, 2009, 2010, the only young guys they had on the line really was Debrick and Mangold still at that point. I mean, Fanica, mm-hmm. Moore, and Woody were already seasoned vets that were brought in off other teams to complete it. And, you know, the weapons were the same way. Braylon Edwards, you know, Santonio Holmes, those guys were, you know, older guys that weren't homegrown. You know, there wasn't, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a lot of the homegrown talent. You know, it wasn't the guys, it wasn't our guys. Like they got, they got paid to be our guys. These guys are going to bleed green and white because, you know, they want to give it everything they got. And this team just feels different. Like the energy feels different. They they just they they walk different rather their heads are held higher their mm-hmm. confidence is through the roof and you see it you feel it and like I don't care you know anybody any of these any of these haters around the NFL you know they can still say Jets suck this that another thing you're you're just not watching like you're just you're living in the past at this point because this is a, this is definitely a new day this is definitely a yeah. new day you want the Jets to remain terrible because it makes good content. Right, exactly. Because that's, that's all you just want. you know that's, that's just the want. fun. It's just fun. The Jets, you know, no matter what, no matter what, the old old reliable, the Jets being terrible is still gonna happen. And you know what? It's just not it's just not there anymore. We can literally I mean, we can say it. We we, we can say it. Six weeks into the season, we can say it. Mm-hmm. We're we're playoff contenders. Yep. We are playoff we have, contenders. They're the five seed right now. The season were to, if the season were to end today, they'd be the five seed in the uh but we're third in the AFC. I mean, I understand we're five because Bills are winning the division. So because I, I of the divi- because of divisional but, things and everything. But I mean, right now we're third in the AFC, and I don't think anybody true at this moment. I really don't think anybody wants to play us. You know, I don't. Yeah. The, you're, you're you're just like because right now you look at it, the Jets are figuring out how to win without playing complete games. They're not having a again. I've gone back to this before. They're not having a quarterback throw for 250, 300, 350 yards and a bunch of scores. Their running game is killing it. Their defense is killing it. Their special teams is elite. But again, yeah. wait, wait, wait till they figure this out. Like, if Zach can figure it out and just even become like an average quarterback, it's it's lights out for almost the rest of the NFL. It really, it really is. My, I mean, don't get me wrong. Any given Sunday, there's going to be weeks where it just, you know. It's, it's just not going to happen. I mean, we can't win every game. Let's be let's be serious. We're not that good. But right. I mean, it's tough. It's right now. It's it's harder to pick out the losses than it is the W's. Looking at the way this team's playing on the rest of the schedule, mm-hmm. especially the back, especially the back the back half of the schedule too, where you got three NFC North teams. Who, let's face it, Chicago's not very good. Detroit. Isn't very good. Detroit, they're fun to watch, Detroit's but they're not terrible. very good. Detroit's and, defense is a joke. Yeah, Detroit's defense gives up as many points as the as the offense scores. And Minnesota, they're a decent squ- enough squad uh, that they could give they're the Jets some trouble because they're playing they're playing they're playing in Minnesota. Uh, but I think I think two of those two of the three of those games, maybe even all three of those games, are winnable. Then they have uh, the Patriots again. The bill are at Buffalo. Uh, I believe they have J- the Jaguars 
two nights before, three nights before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we have Miami, Miami to close out the Seattle year. Seattle and Miami. Yeah, then we have Miami to close out the year. I tell you what, I mean, if that game is, and if that game's any, if that game's serious, I'll probably, I'll probably go to that one. I haven't been to a Dolphins Jets game in since the San Antonio Holmes game, where hmm. they got into the fighting and the arguments and they lost the, and whatnot. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what game that was and what year that was, but I, I just don't remember. But that was the last time I went to a Dolphins Jets game. And that's because the year before the Jets were decent. So they were supposed to be good and they sucked. And then I have it back. But I mean, if that's a game that has some serious implications or the Dolphins have just been terrible, which I would love to see, and the Jets are balling out and it looks like an easy W, I'll definitely go just to cheer them on. Yeah. And hopefully, that would be electric. Hopefully, by then they're in the conversation <clears throat> for a playoff spot and, or if they haven't clinched a playoff spot already. I would, I mean, I would love, I would love to have like a wild card spot already locked up, but I mean, if it's a win and in type thing, I'll go. Mm. I'll go. You know, why not? Definitely go. Be nice to All see right. a Jets team that actually has some, some decent players. So, yeah, hopefully it's not a repeat of 2015. Just, let's hope. Might have been. What might have been? Oh, my let's goodness. Let's hope not. Well, we're going to wrap things up here on Victory Monday. Dan, I'm going to give the floor to you. If you have any social media channels or anything like that, you know what to do. Plug away. <laughs> I mean, again, I, I keep saying it. One day I'll do it. Uh, I'll start using them more. But at the moment right now, I'm just at Danny at Danny Smiles 13. Uh, my name on this on the, for the video here is trying to be Zach's Eskimo brother. Zach, you have an open invitation to come down here and uh, have sex with my wife if you'd like. Trying to be my Eskimo brother, brother. Throwing that out there. Yeah. <laughs> she may right. not be old enough. She's not old enough for him, but. Well. Well, Zach Wilson, if you're, uh, you know, and you're, if you're listening, you're, oh, you're, I know you're a big fan of the, of the of the show. I know you're watching. Oh, Yankees yeah. uh, and breaking news: Yankees Guardians postponed until four oh seven tomorrow. So, oh, great. Oh, so you guys get <sighs> to spread it out for another twenty four hours, huh? Oh my gosh, I thought that series would go four, three, maybe four, and I thought Houston Seattle would go all five, but I, that's why I don't listen to me in terms of. Uh, in terms of predictions. But anyway, it's, this is a football show. Rock. Rock. I, I yeah. couldn't even tell you who's left. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. yeah Yankees, but, I assume, but I couldn't even tell you who they're Yeah, playing. Yeah, if the Yankees lose, they're out. If the Yankees win, they move on to the championship against Houston. So, But this is a football, this is a football victory Monday. So yes, in the meantime. Sir. Third the one meantime, in a row, no less. That's another, that's another craziness, too. I know. Third one in a row. I don't know how to handle this. I don't I'm, know how to handle this. I'm just – and it's the first time since 2010 that the Jets have won win, three games in a row. Could we possibly win every game in one single month? That is just astounding to think about. That is – We could literally go an entire month without losing a football game. I can't remember the, I can't remember the last time I, that, that happened. It might have it's been gotta, 2010. <laughs> it's got to be the 09 or 2010 seasons. I, I, I just, it's, it's crazy to even think about. We may have a whole month of winning Jets football if they can beat Denver. Hey, you know what? They, 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 they beat Broncos. They beat the Broncos next week. They're at home with their all stealth black uniforms against the Patriots. I don't. Wanna, I, I keep <sighs> the white and black going. Keep the white and black. It's working. Keep running it. Don't, don't, don't change. No, it they up. had that date. They had that date set in mind. Okay. Doesn't matter. Woody can season. do whatever he wants. 
Woody it's can do whatever he wants. Keep all Woody's got to say is I'm not doing it. <laughs> and they'll you know run what? back. You, know what? you know what? White top, black pants, black helmets. Uh, you, gotta, go you can't you can't mess with it. You can't <laughs> mess with it. Green helmet, white top, black pants. You don't mess with it until there's a reason. And if the Jets continue to win, that uniform combo's got to stay. It's got to stay. Can't do well, it, bro. Aesthetics aside, real credentials required. Here are the social media channels: Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. No creds req. Facebook.com. No such no no creds req. For watching right now, give us a thumbs up. YouTube, subscribe, notifications. Just search no credentials required. Subscribe, notifications. That way, we'll, you'll know when we're on live or we'll be uploaded a video, all that kind of thing. And on the audio side, subscribe to the podcast. Spotify's our, I'm sorry, Spreaker is our home base, but you can also listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you anywhere you podcast, whichever platform you prefer. Leave us a rating. Five stars is preferred. Leave a review. I might even read it on the air if it's uh if it's, if it's especially awesome and talks about the Jets. So in the meantime, for Dan Goldstein, I'm Ryan McCarthy. You've been watching the Victory Monday edition of No Credentials Required, or you've been listening to the Victory Monday edition of No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Billy Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Hopefully, it's the same theme next week. You have another another Victory Monday. If the Jets knock, then the Jets knock off the Broncos. That'll be optimal. Either way, we'll be back here next Monday at 845. Oh, 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 oh. I'd also like to say dolphins are trash. That's true. This hope you hope you're watching, Commissioner Jason. Dolphins are trash. <laughs> dolphins are trash. Victory Monday. <laughs>